This is episode two, a dual episode with me and Lindsay Lewis from The Spiritual Lifestylist, and we are going to be talking about following your intuition, listening to your intuition, and how to know when to take action. Hello, it's Tiffany, and welcome back to Cultivating Guts Podcast, a place where we discuss gardening, homesteading, gut health, and following our intuition. I'm excited to be back with you guys. I have had so many insightful moments and ideas of really important topics that I'm wanting to share with you on the podcast. And today, I'm actually simultaneously video recording this podcast, so if you want to watch us live as we do this, or you want to watch us in video, jump over to YouTube, and uh, it'll be like resuming our we're besties. Uh, head over to our channel, youtube.com forward slash Tiffany Hinton to tune in there. And if you're on YouTube, hello. It's so excited to uh, be with you today. I had this thought recently around how do we know when to follow what we're hearing? How do we know that our intuition is our intuition. And that is kind of the, it is the topic of today's podcast with Lindsay Lewis, our spiritual lifestylist. She walks us through her journey of growing her intuition to learning how to interact, to know, to confirm, to ask for a sign, and then to take action and what it has done for her in her life and her business as a mom, as an entrepreneur, and as somebody who has just grown on their spiritual journey. So excited for you to listen to this episode. Before we get started, I want you to make sure to subscribe, rate, and review the Cultivating Guts podcast and to send me your screenshot of the review to tiffany at gfmomcertified.com and we will send you our four-day Hacking Your Health Gut Detox Plan. Also, as you are listening, screenshot your favorite part and share it with us on Instagram at Cultivating Guts, and I will repost. I am excited to hear what your thoughts are of today's episode, and I'm grateful for, for you and to you for all of your amazing listeners for helping me to grow the podcast, to share it with more people. And before we head into the show, here's a quick word from our sponsor. Can I share with you a secret weapon for thriving through the holiday season, thriving through life, and just keeping my gut in check, right? This is Gluten Away from Just Thrive. Uh, I love their probiotics. I found them about 10 years ago. They're a female-owned company uh, based right here in Chicago. And this uh, Gluten Away product that they have is a combination that is my go-to for every meal that I eat out, all of my travel, whether I'm on an airplane or in a car, or even if I'm going to a friend's house and I'm just really not sure about the cross-contamination. This help keeps, helps me keep my celiac disease and Crohn's disease in remission. And when I pair this with their probiotic each day, my gut is truly thriving. I am, have painless uh, stomachs. I don't really have cramps anymore. I'm regular, which is awesome, right? Nobody really wants to get constipated. And I know that I have a healthy gut colony of good bacteria living in my microbiome. Just Thrive's probiotics are a unique blend of powerful digestive enzymes. Their probiotics are designed to support optimal digestion and protect against 
hidden sources of tummy troubles like gluten. This gluten away product has the enzyme protease in it, which is scientifically proven to break down the gluten protein to make it uh, digestible, to make it less uh, abrasive on the gut. The resilient probiotic spores support the complex and complete digestive process and help me alleviate inflammation in my body. Our whole family uses Just Thrive's probiotics, their products, and their gluten away. Even my girls, you can bake with their capsules by opening them on the probiotics. The gluten away enzyme, like I said, I take it anytime we're eating out. I take it at restaurants, at people's houses. Um, even put it in my morning coffee, right? You can open it, add it to your coffee if you're not sure about the creamer or something else. And with the probiotic, you can do the same. You can add it to your coffee. Did you guys know that spore-based probiotics can survive warm temperatures even? This is how it allows us to bake with them. They can cook up to 500 degrees. And this means you can even add them to the probiotics to your morning pancake batter. Uh, We have a special, special community discount code just for you from Just Thrive Probiotics and their family at Just Thrive. And so the code GFMOM, G-F-M-O-M, saves you 15% off your total purchase at their website. We will add that to the show notes. Uh, We would love for you to add a bottle of Just Thrive Gluten Away and a bottle of their probiotics to your cabinets in your kitchen and also to your purse this season so you have it with you anytime you're eating out or you're at a friend's house or any celebration or holiday meal. And thank you again, Gluten Away, for being our podcast sponsor. And with that, we're going to head right into the show. All right. Welcome back. Welcome back. We are here with Lindsay Lewis from The Spiritual Lifestylist. And super, super excited, Lindsay, for you to join us today. I'm happy to be here. Thank you. Um, I am actually just going to kind of ask you right out the gate, like, how did you find your intuition uh, in life and where did it show up as you were growing up? So that is such a great question to start off with. And I will say, since I was a little girl, I have always had an intuition. I've had um, a deep intuitive sense of self. And that has kind of grown into me as, you know, in adulthood, but even as a little one, I have had, I would say more of intuition, I would say more of a connection would be the word that I would use to describe myself, um, and my intuitive gifts. So I started you know, when you're little and you have imaginary friends, mine weren't imaginary. Mine were of the spiritual world. Mine were people who had passed and were connecting through through me to me with messages. Um, I had, you know, this fabulous old man named Bob who would tell me about his wife, Martha, and I could see him clear as day. He didn't have, I don't think he was buried with dentures, um, so he didn't have teeth. I mean, it was like the whole thing. And Um, I had, you know, this fabulous man named Fred. I have had people that have connected to me since I was a little, little girl. And that is what I use to kind of connect my intuitive gifts. So I totally understand. I have one of my daughters who, um, tells me that she talks to ghosts, right? She doesn't even call them imaginary Mm -hmm. friends. She's right out like, 
I have two yeah. ghosts and they come with me. And I'm, and so we have um, Jackson, who is supposedly a man in his late 20s that was shot. And so mm-hmm. she journals about that and she talks to him. And then uh, Kinsley, who's a smaller child that is oh. supposedly a ghost that she talks to. Um, and these are young ones. So they're youth, you, you know, youthful ghosts, youthful spirits. I don't really know the, the correct terminology to use, but yeah. Yeah. So totally understand that. Um, yes. How was that, like, from you as a child with these imaginary friends or these intuitive friends, mm-hmm. did you hear them in your mind? Did you just feel them? How was that experience? Everything. And that's exactly how I feel today. So I saw, I could see them. I could tell you what they looked like. I still remember them to this day. Um, I heard them. We would speak to each other. I could feel them. And as an Akashic Records reader now who reads for people, and also there are times in readings where um, past loves or past loved ones will come through, and I can, I feel in my body, I can sense where they are. I haven't yet seen um, during a reading, but I can sense where they are in the room, and I can actually direct my attention to them and speak to them to give them the respect. Um, and we can have a conversation, but I hear word for word as well. So I don't think I really called them. I mean, I. I guess I would say that they were kind of an imaginary kid, but they were just my friends growing up. And also my mom has always really helped me to develop my intuition as well. Um, She didn't, you know, kind of say, oh no, that's probably just a friend. She was like, tell me, tell me about Bob. Tell me about Fred. How is Martha doing? And she would ask these questions at the dinner table. My family would ask and I think in order, it was almost like that green light, right? Rather than feeling as though I needed to suppress these gifts, it was a green light to continue to cultivate. And, um, you know, as I've grown up, I have also seen and felt and heard and received in my body, in my mind. I, um, my, when I'm doing a, an Akashic Records reading, I always say it was kind of almost as if like my third eye opened. It's like it kind of goes, I see images right in front of me. So it's like, wow. my, it's like it acts as a projection screen. So it is everything to answer your questions. It's imagery, it's body feeling, it's words go, you know, word for word into my right ear. Never my left, my left is just nothing, but it's all right here. And I would, I could always like, I can tell when I'm really fully channeling, um, I become very expressive. I can show like my body, my hands show me in my body <clears throat> where I'm hearing things and feeling things and receiving things. Um, yeah. And so, I love it. To, yeah, I guess to continue with, um, you know, how did I grow my intuition? I throughout my entire life, whenever I felt things, whenever I felt this like intuitive nudge to check something out or to learn about something, I go with it. I just allow myself to go towards that direction, whatever I'm feeling, whatever I'm interested in. And it's always been like this, I guess I would call it that green light. It's like, I really, I'm interested in finding something. I go for it. And that is how I give myself that green light to continue to dive deeper and develop all of my intuition and intuitive gifts. Love, love, love. I love that your mom helped like, I hate to use the word, but like normalize it, right? She allowed you to embrace your weirdness and be okay with being different. Absolutely. Um, 
There's a lot of stories we hear where that wasn't always the case. Or like you said, they kind of play it off as, well, that's an imaginary friend. Let's just leave them alone. And Mm -hmm. we don't talk about Mm -hmm. that in public or, you know, so I love, I love that. I don't even know your mom, but like, yay. (laughs) Yeah. Um, She's, she's sweet. (laughs) That is awesome. Is there a, a path in your life that you, if you had been thinking with your mind, would have went differently than just following like that gut intuitive sense? Absolutely. So I can say I'm two different instances. One, a really kind of like a gut check moment was I was living in upstate New York with my ex-husband and we were getting ready to get in the car and go. Um, our friends were working at a restaurant. My ex-husband was in culinary school. So it was like a Sunday afternoon and we had decided to go visit our friend at the restaurant. And I went, we locked our front door behind us. We were on our path walking to our car. And I, it was almost like, <laughs> you know, when you do like the soccer mom thing where you just kind of put your arm out, you know, when you hit traffic, I almost like kind of soccer mom him and was like, whoa, no, no, like stopped dead in my tracks. And was like, I don't think we should go right now. And he looked at me and he said, you know what? I believe you. And I said, there's something all of a sudden I was like, I stopped and yeah, it was literally like a pushback. And I said, I think we should still go, but I really honestly feel like, why don't we just wait? And then like, when I feel like this moment has passed, then I feel like we should get in the car, but I don't think we should get in the car right now. And, you know, I never saw anything about an accident happening or anything like that, where I was like, oh my goodness, that could have been us. But I truly, truly feel like there's a reason why I truly felt like I could not take one step forward to get towards the car. Everything in my body and everything in my mind was saying, do not get in the car right now. It wasn't saying don't go there. It was just saying, don't go right now. And so I think that that's like such a major, it was kind of giving me goosebumps, like, uh-huh, like a little life affirming, body affirming. Yes. You I love it. Right. <laughs> um, my grandmother, I was always, and I still am, I'm like this, let's just go, go, go push through. Right. Like, action oriented or what people call like pitta energy. My grandmother always, when we were delayed or, um, you know, something would happen and things didn't go right. She says, as she taught me patience, she was always like, it's not on your timing. Sometimes there's a delay for a reason. And so as you said that, Leslie, it reminded me of kind of her in my childhood saying like, you can just pause for a minute. God's telling you to stop. Like just yeah. wait it out. And I use that even with my girls sometimes today when they're like, we're going to be late. I'm like, well, sometimes we're not supposed to be on the road right now or there's something going on that we're not supposed to be there. So we're just going to chill. Yeah. Um, oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yes. I would say more big picture. That second part that I was going to say is when I first started dating my partner, Dan, um, we were going through some things with his daughter. She was having some mental health issues and um, with you know, having some suicidal thoughts and we were, she'd been in and out of some hospitals and it was a very hard time in our, in our household because we're trying literally every day, our purpose shifted to just keeping her alive. And our everyday focus was to everything that we did was, could that be a sharp object? Could that be a this? Like, where can we, you know, we had a safe, everything was locked up and it was very, um, it was just very difficult. I don't want to use the word tumultuous. It wasn't, it was just difficult. We were all in the same, you know, our headspace was all together. We were all in the same path 
uh, our focus was all in alignment with each other, it was just very difficult. And in, in completely focusing on keeping her alive, which was obviously the most important thing at that point to be working towards, um, my life kind of fell out of balance a bit. And I started to search for ways to feel like homeostasis again, right? To feel like things like, you know, everything just kind of started to unravel a bit as it does when you're going through a personal life crisis. Um, but intuitively, I just, I kept thinking, I was starting to look outside of myself. I was looking, I was researching things. I was trying to find um, different, you know, support groups or different ways to try to find this balance. And I just kept hearing over and over and over again, transit out of meditation. It just like was hitting my, it was hitting my heart. It was in my ear. It was like TM, transcendental meditation, TM, transcendental meditation, transcendental meditation. And so then I started to look into it. And in order to truly practice TM, you actually have to go through classes and you find a guru in your area who will give you your very own mantra, um, which you never speak out loud. So I've received it. I cannot speak it out loud. Um, but you repeat it for 20 minutes in the morning and the evening, and it's this whole course where they teach you how, how to truly practice this meditation, which is also very beautiful because you can have a busy mind. You just work through things and just keep repeating your mantra. Um, so for me, going through things and trying to be, and feeling very chaotic, <laughs> it was a really great way to take that 20 minutes to find this inner guidance while allowing my, my mind to stay busy as needed. But it was through listening to that that I then connected with my spirit guides and truly developed the relationship with my spirit guides who I have now grown known to be as the four corners. And I know other people in the world work with them as well. And it was through taking, like saying yes to TM that it was like, okay, then I connected with my spirit guides. They reconnected me with the Akashic records because I, as soon as I heard that word, it was like the world got brighter. And I was like, yes, and it was like coming home. I knew immediately I heard Akashic records and I knew what they were. I knew how to do it. I like, it was just, I remembered. And through that have completely changed my entire life. I was able to use all of this guidance to purchase a home. We looked for a home and it, I was intuitively guided towards this home that never even hit the market that I got a screaming deal on. <laughs> um, That's awesome. You know, like, you know, all of these different things and different guidance on how to um, help to continue to support Teddy, who is now doing very, very well, Van's daughter, um, and move forward in my life and also like guide through different relationships and guide into different things. It was taking that very one, that very step, listening to that message that wouldn't stop coming through. I mean, they were like literally beating me with it. It was that very moment and listening to that intuition that has completely shifted my life. So you it. kept hearing this TM, yeah. TM, TM. I had and no for, idea what it was. That's what I was going to say. For those people that are listening and are like, what is this? Um, <laughs> I get that it's meditation and there's a mantra. You explain that, Lindsay. Yes. Are you laying down? Are you sitting up? Is there mudras? It's a quiet place. So you sit um, and and you can lay down. I mean, um, I think that it's, preferred, it's a preferred method to sit. I generally... Um, I have my Zen room and I sit on the floor. I have a meditation cushion and I just sit in stillness with myself. They really do recommend that it's something that is completely uninterrupted. So, um, and then you're given your, 
you were given yes. a specific mantra from the the trainer or the guru, yes. right? So yes. everybody's unique. Everyone is unique, okay. yes. Yep. And, um, you know, even in the beginning, I would just put a little sign on my bedroom door saying I'm meditating. So my family knew not to come in. And it's really, it's only 20 minutes. You, They don't want you to go past 20 minutes. Um, in Kundalini Yoga, you know, there's things that are 12 minutes and different things like that. Um, and you just do it morning and evening. And it's amazing what comes through. And it's amazing. Um, it really helps you. So you're transcending. So you are going into this very, very deep meditative space that allows things to release and also things to come through. And it's a beautiful practice. That's awesome. And then you mentioned that kind of brought you to knowing your who your guides were and to actually knowing their name and finding yes. out that journey there. For people yes. that are interested, like how do they – do you have suggestions or maybe a ritual or a practice like for them that they could – is there a way for them to find out who their guides are? Is there, do you have suggestions around that or who they would contact? Yes. Yeah, absolutely. So generally speaking, anyone, I mean, everyone has, has their own spirit guide, spirit family, soul family. There are spirits, angels, past loved ones, um, all around you. And there are people that just truly want to be there for you. Um, that's another question. People are like, well, I feel weird. I don't want to ask. And I'm like, no, 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 no. They only want you to ask. They're only here for you. They want to be here for you. Um, and when I started to receive just download after download of messages, of really a lot of actionable guidance, the four corners really like action. Um, they kind of like... I hear it basically. If I don't take action, I hear and feel it like, no, you're doing this. Come on, come on, come on, come on, you're doing this. Um, but I simply, as I started taking action on the messages that I was receiving, and it was literally like something simple. If you're listening, you're like, well, I don't really know what a message could be. I kept hearing and feeling transcendental meditation in my body. I had never heard of it before. And it just was like all of a sudden in my, or like, I don't know, in my body, in my mind, um, in my awareness, I guess would be a better, better use of words. And so I just Googled it and then I found it and I was like, oh my goodness. So when you start to have things enter your awareness, um, act on them, the more that I took action, the more clearly the messages would come through and more abundantly they would come through. And as I started to find this flow of, huh, I'm hearing something, I'm feeling something, I'm taking action on it. I find kind of like found myself in this flow. Finally, I just asked them, I said, who are you? <laughs> are you my spirit guides? First, it was like, an, are you my spirit guides? Or, you know, are you here helping me? And, you know, there's, I couldn't tell you exactly what they did now. I don't remember. But, um, you know, there was definitely confirmation there. Mm -hmm. And and you can even ask, you can say like, if you are my spirit guide, please show me a purple marker today or something like that. And, or some, show me something that's purple. Just if you kind of feel like you need that little bit of affirmation or confirmation. And I just said, you know, what, are, what is your name or what, how can I refer you? Who are you known as? And it was the four corners. And even years before that, the number four was always in my wheelhouse. I love the number four. I love mm -hmm. the four seasons. I love 25% equal, you know, like I love everything just a simple breakdown of four. 
And I started to do like a compass rose with the north, south, east, west, and everything about four corners. It's like they, they were showing they were me. Always they were there. Introducing, yeah, they were introducing yeah. themselves. I found a picture of myself where I had drawn a four corner with like the little arrows. I'd drawn a compass rose like on my neck, on my throat. It's like they were like, hello, speak it out loud. They were putting <laughs> it like on my throat. Like, they were here. They oh my were gosh. like, Yes. So you can ask. And a lot of times, too, if you're not sure, the shower is a really good place because, A, it's generally speaking uninterrupted, but um, there's a lot of power in water. There's a lot of connection to spirit through water. Um, it's very energized, energizing for spirit. So you can even in the shower ask them. Um, and you can kind of feel a little bit more. That's what I kind of did in the beginning. And I know some people practice that and teach that as well. In so the shower, in I like shower, it. I like to peace. journal, um, like to ask a question out loud and then to sit without kind of thinking about it and just to yep. write and yep. kind of intuitively let the words flow and then go back later and read the words. And that, that to yes. me seems to be hugely helpful. Um, yes. And then the other part that you mentioned that I also really, really enjoy is like asking for a sign, right? If you're looking mm-hmm. for, do I do this? Do I not do this? Is this in my path? Is this part of my journey? It's like Jillian, just asking, like, send me this, send me that. Um, in the middle of 2020, right before I found Elevate the Globe and all of everything started to shift, um, I actually was like, I need a sign that you're here every day. Like, I just need to know that I'm not alone. Yeah. And I will tell you every day if I go on a walk, doesn't matter where I am, whether I'm home or we're in Joshua Tree or we were just recently in Florida, I will find feathers on the ground. Oh, and yeah. so my feather collection is like <laughs> getting out of hand. Um, I need to find a very creative way or something crafty to make with them because I always pick them up. I carry them in my phone case, in journals. Um but that feather collection, everything from finding owl feathers to hocktail feathers to um, we found uh, sandpiper feathers on the beach, just mm-hmm. like, and now I even picked up a bird book so I could start to identify the feathers. Because I'm like, where yes. are these coming from? And then a mallard duck feather, if you ever find one of his, they're fluorescent and they like the green actually is reflective. It is amazing. Oh, yeah. Yes, so, the mailers all over our town. <laughs> can definitely relate to that. Like, and and if you are listening to this podcast and you are like kind of on the fence of something, like ask for it very directly. Like, ask for what you want. If you want to see a pink elephant or you want to see a flying pig or a specific yeah. letter, or to your point, Lindsay, like number four, like show me somehow, some way, um, for yeah. confirmation. Yeah. Yes. And also believe it when you see it. Okay. So that's a big, that's a really big thing too, because when you're stepping outside of yourself, when you are in the very beginning of this process, or you're looking for something higher than yourself or just some sort of support, right? Or you're receiving messages and you start to ask, they will, you know, spirit, the universe will in kind, give you your answers, will, you know, help you to receive what it is that you're looking for. And the biggest second part to that guidance that I can offer is to truly believe it when you see it. Because when I speak to people, a lot of times they're like, well, I asked for the number four. And, you know, my friend called me at four o'clock and asked me to go for a walk. But, you know, I wasn't sure if that was it. And then, you know, it was so funny, because I ran into this, and this was four. But, you know, I just I don't know. And I'm like, yeah, 
that that's was your, your sign. That's your sign. Please believe it. You've yeah. asked for it. So receive what you've asked for. And the more you receive what you ask for, the more it comes. It's amazing. Yeah. That is so cool. Yeah. Now, tell <laughs> us a little bit kind of like your business itself, I think, has evolved. It's grown. You've said it's expanded. It's just how yeah. has your intuition taken you from where you were as a massage therapist, makeup artist into – where you are now, and I don't want to give it away. I want you to kind of tell us about it, but you're just kind of expansion yes. there as well. Yes. And again, 2020, it really did that for me as well. So we moved into our house and I had already started at this time. Um, we'll just start, kind of go to like September of 2019. We'll start there. Um, that is when we moved into this house that I, I mean, my, my yoga instructor was moving away. I asked her if she would like if we could get with um if she rented or if she would sell her home and she's like actually my landlord is selling the house that's how I was able to connect but it was literally like she said in her class just you know in a month I'm moving so and she was moving away so she's like this class won't continue and it was like first that gut punch when you are in that practice and you're like this is my Sunday morning ritual um so that was a sadness but immediately it was that's your house that's your house that's your house and I, we moved into our house. There's this Zen room. I call it my Zen room. There's this building that is in my backyard. It is attached to our detached garage, but it's like when they say a stone's throw, I could throw a stone and hit my bedroom window. <laughs> I walk out oh of my, my bedroom and walk into Is it my like a room. summer kitchen or something in the past? No, it was just, I don't know what, um, when we bought the house and when we were first shown the house, my yoga instructor, when she was renting, this this room was completely locked. It's just like a 200 oh. square foot room, but it's really tall. It has like these tall cathedral ceilings. It has windows. There's three windows and a window at our door. So there's like natural light that pours in. And the space just feels really good to me, but it was just like a storage room for the person that owned the house before, I think. Um, there was like AstroTurf on the floor and bags of garbage. I don't know. It was weird. So, but I immediately knew I was like, this is my Zen room. This is like mommy only room. No one can come in. And it was going to be my meditation and workout space. My boyfriend, I practice bar. So he put up a mirror and made a whole bar set up for me. And people as in my massage clients were saying, well, are you going to work from home? Are you going to work from home? And I was like, uh, no, I don't want to share my special space with anyone else's energy and have that trapped. So I really was like steadfast in like, no, this is my space. This is my space. Well, and then when everyone ended up coming home for a time and we were all quarantining, um, I was in my space. I wasn't practicing massage. And I was just meditating a lot. And I was really in my Akashic records every day. I had already started to practice for myself at that time. And I received the download of, you should start practicing for others. And I had already even taken a course on how to practice for oh, others, wow. but I hadn't really, I took it because I was interested um, in just making sure that I knew other ways to practice for others besides myself. And I hadn't really planned it. I wasn't sure what to do with it. And it was like, you should start practicing practice, you know, do it for others. So I just made a TikTok and said, for anyone that would like some direction in life, I'm offering by donation. Just please allow me to help you. And it blew up. I mean, it was, I wouldn't say, I think for then it was viral. It's not the viral the way that it went now, but thousands upon thousands of 
um, reactions to the video. And mm-hmm. I would, I all of a sudden was like, it, like the business launched for me where I was practicing for others because my whole calendar was full and it was beautiful. And I really helped a lot of people and that felt amazing. For um, people that don't know about the Akashic Records, can you oh, give right, us like yes. a 30 second download? Yes, I should probably explain that. Um, so the Akashic Records, yes, my little like blurb is, I like to think of the Akashic Records as the cloud for your soul. So it is this library of records. Akasha means ethers. So it's located, it's stored out in the ethers. And it's every um, memory, every thought, every experience that your soul has had from this, from the very moment that your soul incarnated through all of its lifetimes into this very moment. So in an Akashic Records reading, I use an opening prayer to open your records. My spirit guides enter your records and then basically use me as a conduit of information. They pass messages that you are meant to hear that very day through me to you. And it can be past life experiences. It could be, you know, like any kind of future and anything that happens at, you know, that's currently going on a current situation. I can talk about anything. You just have to be, there are certain rules. You have to be 18 to um, have me read for you. And other than that, it's kind of free game and you can come to me and I can answer anything. So especially at that time, people were wondering about the careers, you know, maybe they had lost oh, their yeah. job or we're kind of thinking that this might be a good opportunity to pivot. Um, relationships were being cultivated or ending. It was a very emotional time. Right. So um, there are people that had a lot of unanswered questions that I was able to through their own Akashic record, um, give them guidance for. I love it. I, I like yeah. to think of it as like the kind of like a library almost where you can go yes. in and you can look. And so like you said, it's your soul. So it doesn't matter if it's your first life or a different life. It's kind yes. of all in there. So whether you consider yourself a young soul or an old soul, I think yep. in my in the way I see it, like the records could be bigger or smaller. Yeah. Um, yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. So while I was doing that for others, my um that following june june of 2022 my the michigan um department of licensing basically said you know you can start practicing under these guidelines again so um i was practicing somewhere else um doing massage and where i was i had actually as soon as we went home i was taking all that time all the free time of having no one else in that office space i completely redid my entire room and renovated everything and then I never went back. <laughs> Another oh my gosh. to me that was like, you know what? You should practice out of just practice out of your home. And so again, we redid the Zen room for the second time because Dan had already painted and put a new flooring and done a bunch of wonderful things for me. And I said, Okay, honey, we're gonna do it again. And he's like, Of course we are. <laughs> and I read I redid my Zen room. I kind of cut it in half. So the half that I'm sitting in, basically I have a little curtain behind me. So on the other half of this curtain is my massage table and the whole part of my practice. And then I'm looking forward into my bar and I have a little shave lounge, so that's my meditative space. And um that's I've awesome. never looked back. Yeah, and it was just really taking you know, down taking action on these messages. I love it. So it's listening to them, trusting them, kind of asking yeah. for your sign, and then taking the action of what you're hearing. Yeah. Um, 
once you kind of feel comfortable, right? I mean, sometimes yeah. I feel like sometimes we hear messages and we're not supposed to take action or it's the wrong message. So I like the idea of confirming it mm-hmm. and then taking action. Yeah. Well, and that's so something that you, I say to, oh, sorry, I was going to say that's something that I say to my clients sometimes too is take, I say take everything with a grain of salt. We all have personal autonomy. So yes, these messages are for you. Um, you know, integrate them into your life as it works for you. Mm-hmm. As you interpret them or as you understand them. Yeah. Because different mm-hmm. people have different, you're right, perspectives and may they may take it more literal versus spiritual and there's different interpretations. Super, super love that. So now you've got your Akashic Records business and yes. you've kind of expanded into this spiritual lifestylist. Yes, yes. Sorry, I forgot what your question was. Oh, no, you're good. Yeah. (laughs) So, yes. So, through all of this whole expansion, I, um, and in my meditative practice, I started to think outside the box as to different um, ways that I could use the Akashic Records to grow and expand that part of my practice. And joined the Elevated um, Mastermind through Elevate the Globe. And I had originally thought that I wanted to use um, the Akashic Records to help people go through their and heal from their own personal traumas. And I think that I would love to do that in a little kind of micro group at some point as it organically happens. Um, But the more that I kind of thought about life and how I live my life and how I would like to use my healing abilities to help others through massage, through wellness, through anything, you know, basically my four little pillars that I use to live my life. The word literally driving one day to one of my massage clients' house um, was spiritual lifestylist. At first I was your guided life. That was kind of the name that I was using because that was, you know, guiding people into the spiritual lifestyle, but it really didn't describe what it was. And as I was kind of thinking on it, just spiritual lifestyleist kind of came about and immediately was like, <gasps> hit me like a ton of bricks. And as soon as I received that, this is actually kind of a very cool story. As soon as I received that download that very day while I'm driving, um, it was almost like a book opened and at the pages, it was like I could see the pages filling up of everything that this business needed to be ha- needed to have. It was This is going to be a website. This is going to teach people how to cultivate their own spiritual lifestyles. We're going to use four pillars, wellness, self-care, spiritual development tools, exploration. And you're going to use these four, magical word of four, different pillars to guide people in their different, um, the four aspects of life to guide people into living their own lives. You're going to teach them different ways. You're going to have a blog. You're going to have, you know, redo your podcast because I've kind of given up on my podcast at that point. You're going to do all of these things. You're going to have a store. You're going to like, I mean, it was literally, you are going to do all of these things. It just came through. It sounds like some people would call that like an epiphany and others would call it, it was channeled, right? Whatever terminology, but it it just kind of flows. Yes. And my heart started to be I mean I felt it so it was one of those moments where you know when you see your best friend and you forget how much you absolutely love your best friend until they're right in front and you just like want to hug him and kiss him and love on him because you love them so much and you're like how I can I so relate Lindsay like that was that was the feeling yeah. it was like oh hello best friend <laughs> I love you so yeah, much I'm hugging um... you 
Yeah. My bestest neighbor was gone for three months this summer because they had we went to Europe because it was open and they could travel. And um, yeah. I kept care of their yard and their garden. But when they got back, I kind of didn't know if they were quarantining or not quarantining. And I was just like, you know, giving them some space. And then she pinged yeah. me. She texted me and she's like, get over here. And I was like, okay, I'm walking over. <laughs> okay. And as soon as I walked over, she already had the door open and her arms were out like, I need oh. a hug. So yes. totally can feel how you just explained that, like your best friend yes. and you haven't seen them and they're just like total embrace. It's just yes. like, oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. So that was, I was, I mean, that was the way that was my full body feels. And so then it was, you know, okay, so how am I going to fund this? How am I going to pay for all of this? Thing? So I need to start thinking about that. So then my mind started go, to go on the financial aspect of starting a business responsibly. And, you know, my wheels were spinning and, you know, that's a good part of being a massage therapist. I do things at hour, 90 minute and two hour increments. So, you know, yes, I'm paying attention to you and your body, but you know, my mind floats. So I started to think about this and started to kind of think about what my plan and budgeting and I'm a planner with my money. And um, I always say I can do anything as long as I have time. <laughs> and my next client, I went to her house and worked for the day and she said, okay, so can I just write you a check for $5,000 right now? And then you'll just kind of pay that, you know, work that off. And then I'll give you another $5,000 check. Can we just do that? Is that easier wow. for you? And that was kind of the amount in my mind that I was like, this is a good starting off point because I need to build a website. I need to do this. Like, I think I'm going to need somewhere around this just to start. And I, I left with a $5,000 check that day. Oh my gosh. So it just, again, just, the universe delivered. You were ready yeah. for it. It was the yes. next step. So you could take was, action. Yes. I was open to receiving. I was thinking about it and opening and open to it. I received it. I loved it. I had the full body feels was, okay, let's think about how we can take action on it. This is what I'm going to need. Here's $5,000. Love it. That is amazing. It was amazing. So yeah. that is just such a great example. So in doing so, I had the fundage. I had the ideas. I had everything. I just started to take action on those messages. And I started my website, which is spirituallifestylist.com. I have a seasonal, it's a free membership. So the reason why I have it as a membership is that kind of gives you a portal within my website to receive all this great guidance. And it's seasonal because it's the four. And on the first day of every season, new, um, I just say kind of educational content it's uploaded and it's under those four pillars, wellness, spiritual development tools, self-care exploration. And every season I just write these beautiful um, pieces of content under those pillars to help to guide you to live your best spiritual lifestyle. I love it. I really say that this is for people that are new to their spiritual journey or have also been on it for a very long time, but are kind of looking to add tools to their spiritual toolbox. You can come for free get all of this information. A blog will start to happen sooner rather than later. Um, and now on the winter solstice, which is our new season, there'll be new spiritual content, but also my first ever subscription box. So that is a paid for part um, to add. It's literally the tools for your toolbox physically and otherwise. And they're all products that will be enhancing all of the content that is on this new season. So, so it starting, pairs. Yes, exactly. Okay. And you don't 
have to have it. You can read all the information. You can take that in for yourself if that's where you are, if that's where you're comfortable with. But if you wanted to, if you're reading about things and you're like, well, I could actually use one of those or I could do this, um, they're going to be there in order to enhance that experience for you. And so it'll be every, on the first day of every month or every season, there'll be a new subscription box. And you don't have to be a member to receive this subscription box, but it's a free membership. So it's kind of, it's all, it's all meant to go together. together and yeah. Yeah. So on Black Friday and earlier, um, I will be launching like kind of like the pre-sale. So I think when mm -hmm. this goes to air, it will be in pre-sale mode. And then um, the boxes will be, all the pre-sale sold boxes will be mailed out in time to receive it for the winter solstice. For the and winter solstice. Yep. And you can also give it as gifts, people that are in your life that you're like, God, I really know you're like my best friend, my next door neighbor that I love could really, you know, enjoy this. You can get, gift them this box and then they can become members themselves. I love it. So we'll put yeah. that in the show notes so people yeah. can click. They can join Lindsay's free membership. You can order a box that'll come for the solstice, which if you don't know, the winter solstice is December 21st, I First. believe this year. Yep. Yeah, yeah, 21st. yeah, yeah. Um, lots of awesomeness. So this I have is, one this final evolved. question. Yes. Um, and my one last question is, how do you cultivate guts every day? How do you do that daily in your Ooh. own life? Yes. So I love this because I, I hear cultivating guts and I think about it in many different ways. Um, first of all, I think that it is embracing courage and finding courage to do things that are outside of yourself. Um, that could be trying new things. That could be um, starting new practices. For me, um, I am definitely a life explorer, so I try new things all the time. So on a daily practice, really taking and receiving messages to try something is a way that I might cultivate guts. However, um, in the physical sense, I am also very in tuned with my microbiome and also <laughs> what I really think that is the health world. Everything starts from your gut and you need to have a healthy gut in order to live a healthy lifestyle and you can really heal a lot within your gut. So for me, cultivating guts, my new favorite thing recently has been um, trying different um food pairings within this little breakfast crepe that I make every morning. And I've been really drawn to pickled things, which fermented things are also oh, very good awesome. for your gut. Yes. Um, I, my body has been craving pickled onions. So I make this breakfast crepe and I've been adding some pesto and then some um, pickled onions. And actually my now ex-husband who is a chef and he's amazing. Um, for Christmas or a son, we give each we gift each other things. Well, our son gifts each other things. I asked my son Ivor to ask Daddy for pickled things for Christmas. That's all I wanted because he, I don't know what he does. He preserves lemon rinds. He does all these amazing, cool things um, from his own garden. He has the most beautiful garden, and I asked him to pickle things for Christmas. So I'm cultivating a healthy gut. I love it. <laughs> I am a pickler as well, yes, like old school yes. European style brine. Yes, absolutely yes, I love, love that, Lindsay. That. So that's my twofold. I cultivate guts through courage and trying new things. And I also put healthy fermented foods to help to boost that healthy flora in my gut. Yeah, <laughs> regrow that microbiome with good bacteria. So, yes. so awesome. 
Yes. Thank you for joining us today. Thank you for having me. I've loved this. So, so glad you were able to jump on and we made this happen. And I'm so excited to get your story out there. I'm also excited for people to understand more about how they might be already hearing their own intuition and not realizing it. So thank you so much. Yes, thank you for having me. I really enjoyed my time here today. All right, you guys, I hope you enjoyed this episode. Share with me what your favorite part was and share when you will try this practice of following your intuition to listening and to acting on those intuitive hits. Ask me any questions. I am here for you and I am excited to see all of your benefits. Satnam, I love you guys. So if you love this episode, remember to share it with your friends and send it to anyone who may love this inspiration and information that we shared. To get my newest book, Hacking Your Health, Three-Week Detox, you can go to Amazon, Barnes & Noble, or anywhere books are sold. Pick up the book today. We also want to let you know that we have a brand new holiday guide out. The holiday guide is on Amazon. It's on our website, gfmomcertified.com. This is our third annual allergen-sensitive, gluten-free holiday guide filled with recipes, coupon codes, must-have shopping list, and so much more. It actually has an article written by Lindsay Lewis, today's podcast guest. So if you are listening today, uh, this podcast is dropping November 30th. You can get this, again, the holiday guide, and you'll have it for this season. You can download it off our website. You can download it off Amazon. Uh, Super excited to get this to you. And also, uh, once you have the holiday guide, you will find additional coupons for shopping and how to be an allergen-sensitive elf. Really big information there. Thank you again for joining us live.